Ham Radio 2.0 audio podcast rip. Thank you for downloading and listening to this podcast. So basically what I do is I take all the audio clips out of my videos and upload them to Spreaker. And then from there, they're spread out to iTunes and SoundCloud and now Amazon Audible as well. But I want to welcome you and thank you for joining the audio section of this series on Ham Radio. I hope you enjoy it. And I would appreciate you leaving us a comment or a review on whatever podcast service you're listening from. Thank you in 73. Hope you enjoy it. This is the R-Finder B1 Plus, a full Android device with a built-in dual-band two-way radio that produces real RF. So it's a real radio. It does analog, it does DMR, and it also does transmissions over IP for DMR and a couple of other things. We're going to take a look at it today right now. Thanks for joining the channel today. My name is Jason. I'm KC5HWB. If you followed me for any time at all, you know that I love the R-Finder device. I think it's a very forward-thinking device. It is a full Android device. It's a complete Android phone. And since it's not locked to any carrier, it has no bloatware, no proprietary apps that you can't uninstall. It'll work on any carrier, including overseas carriers outside of the USA. It actually has two SIM cards, two SIM card slots. It has two slots for two different SIM cards, so you can use it in one country and another country. And if you travel back and forth a lot, it'll just work when it's wherever. So it is a world phone. It is a fully Part 90 certified, FCC Part 90 certified radio inside the phone. So it does both dual band 2 meters and 440 full open transmit. So you can use it on GMRS. I'm not saying you should but you can use it on GMRS because it is a Part 90 radio. At the end of this video, I'm going to say a secret word, which I want you to put in the comments about the R-Finder so that you can comment, and I know you watched the end of the video. Let's go. All right, so the first thing I want to do is just show both of the radios. Okay, this is the Classic, and this is the Plus. Now, you can see clearly right here, this one says Waterproof. This one says R-Finder. Now, th the reason this one says Waterproof is because this is a very old Classic. This... I've had this radio since about 2018. Okay, so the class you can you can buy brand new classics today in 2022, almost 2023, and they will work just as well as this one does. But if you have a really really old device, it is up. Both of these are running the same ROM, which is the complete operating system. So they will do the same. This one has a few more features in it, which we're going to talk about here in a second. But this one, this even being like four, almost five years old, will still do all of the features of the R-Finder device that this one will do. So just FYI, it's got these uh, over here on the side of these, they've got a USB plug or USB-C plug. This one, the B1 Plus will charge via USB-C. I'm going to plug that in here in a minute. It's got the blade connector style with the dust cover over here for speakers. This is your volume up down over here. We turn this over, it's got dual PTTs. This is the, the orange PTT button is for your radio. This one can be set up and programmed to use with apps like Zello. So you can use Zello to, with a PTT button if you want to. I've never set, set that up, but I'm told you can. This is a power button, of course. Belt clip on the back. They also make a belt loop with a little button thing that kind of snaps into and out of the belt loop. You can get one of those if you want to. Here's what they look like. Now we're gonna set up this, this B1 Plus right here is brand new. I just booted it up. 
it doesn't have anything on it right now. And this one here has my RFinder memories. If we go into memories here, we can see all of these RFinder memories that are that follow my call sign. The memories on the RFinder device are sh uh, saved in the cloud. You can see right here, save memories to cloud, restore uh, memories from cloud. So I'm going to move my memories over and I'm going to show you guys how to do that. Well, the first thing I'm going to do is set this up. Like I said, I just booted this up. This is the, the first boot up screen. So I don't have my RFinder or my Google account added to this device yet. Okay, so for those who are interested in, because everyone's going to ask this, it is running Android 9. Okay, security patch January 5th of 2020. Okay, check for update. Updates are temporarily unavailable. I'm not connected to the internet right now, that's why. So let me connect to the internet. QRZ, QST is my 5 gigahertz network. QRZ is my 2.4. All right, now we are connected to QRZ. Okay, so... Boom. Android 9. And our final will push updates to this Android system, and they'll, they'll push, they, they include updates with their latest apps. Systems up to date. Currently, we're running custom build K608DT865. The DT865 means we have a B1 Plus. Our finder B1 Plus. The ROM is dated 1118 of 2022, and it's version 10.5. If we go to my Classic, which should be up to date, it, of course, the Classic's running 8.1. This is running DT863. This is how you tell the difference between a, a B1 and a B1+. Plus. This one will say DT863. This one says DT865. That 863 is the Classic, 865 is the Plus. So this one is a ROM from November of this year, just last month. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go in here. I'm going to put my Google account on here. Okay, so now my Google account is on here. And if I go here to Gmail, there we go. There's my Gmail. Okay. Google security alert. I just logged in from a second device. Yes, I know. Thank you very much. So the RFinder, there's two versions of RFinder. RFinder Pro, which you can see right there, it says RFinder P. That's what this looks like here. And this is the Pro version. You and I are not going to use that primarily. This is made for his Pro customers because he does deal this device to Pro customers. And they set it up differently. Here's the ham radio version. It's going to ask me for permissions. That's standard Android stuff. And now it's going to ask me my call sign, my email, and my password for my RFinder account. If you heard that sound just there, that's that's my that's the RFinder app telling me there's an update. So we're going to get to that just one second. So now, as soon as I log in to RFinder, it's prompting me that rf1 underscore 1.17 delta is now update and i know for a fact that that's the latest version of the app because that's what's running on this device so i'm going to continue used to be <clears throat> you had to download the apk file and sideload it from the from the side here so it used to be you have to go click on a link from like the facebook group or their dropbox account and download the apk and then load it and now it prompts you inside the app so that's an update that was made about a year ago, something like that. And I don't know if you can see that status bar, but it is moving right there. So that was an update that was made a while back. And it's one of the cool things that they offer today that they're always improving the system. They're always improving. They're adding features. If you saw Bob on my show, I had him on one of my live stream, one of my lunchtime live streams in December of 2022, just last month. 
and he was telling us about a lot of different new things that they're working on. So, and he takes suggestions. If you have a suggestion for something you would like to see in the RFinder app at some point, something that the phone, that the device can do, that the app can do, an idea for some sort of something, go in the Facebook group and suggest it and see what he says. They are community driven. A lot of times community driven because Android is an open source, source device. So he kind of treats the RFinder like it's open. The RFinder is not open source. It is commercial. He sells it uh, for a profit. But, you know, just like Icom, Yezu, and Kenwood sell their stuff for a profit. So just bear that in mind. But he does take suggestions from the community. Okay, app installed. We opened it. It just came up and it said app installed. And then I didn't switch the camera in time. <laughs> but app installed and I clicked on open and you can see the version of the app. It might be hard to see in the camera, but it's right here in this gray bar at the top. Another thing, and I've said this in the past before, another thing I love about the Artfinder device, it tells you what your grid square is right there. Echo Mic 12 Kilo Victor is my grid square. If you're out doing POTA and you want to know what grid square you're in for your logging software, it's right there. Just open the Artfinder app. And this works on the device, but if you have Artfinder on a regular Android or iOS device, it works with that too, Using the, assuming you have... GPS capabilities added to it. So now we're going to transfer and I want to make sure that all of my memories are backed up because I can't remember last time I backed up my memories. So we're going to go into memories here and we're going to say save memories to cloud invalid user. Oh, well, maybe it logged me out. Here's what I did. I logged out of the B1 Plus and logged in here. And we're going to show you this right here because if you're if you're coming from another device, if you got a, if you're upgrading from a classic to a B1 Plus, or if you if you've bought a tablet and you want to move all your stuff over as far as the radio goes, let's see. Here's the uh, well. So we're in the regular radio screen there, and we're going to go to memories, and this is all the memories I have. So I've got five zones: GMRS, Deer Lease. KC5, HWB, Simplex, and Hotspot. GMRS, what I tell you about GMRS? I have GMRS 5 in there. What I tell you about GMRS? It's a Part 90 radio, so it'll work on GMRS. I'm not condoning that, but it does work. Also, I just kind of like to listen sometimes. So here's my hunting lease. There's a uh, 440 repeater there. This is my DMR repeater. I've saved a bunch of stuff in there. This is Simplex, DMR Simplex. All-Star, that's my All-Star node, that's 146.52 and 146.400, a couple of simplex channels we talk on. And then, hold on, nope, I, hit, I tapped the wrong thing. And then the top zone is Hotspot, and that's my, this is just two talk groups I have for my open spot right there. I, I, that's actually outdated, I need, to, I need to redo that. So here's what we're going to do. So down at the bottom of the screen you see, save memories to cloud. And I just did this. There it goes. Memories saved to cloud right there. Now I'm going to log in over here. And I don't know if it kicks me out over there or not. So we're going to try that again. I logged out. of. I, I logged in this minute ago. You saw me log in. I logged out as the camera was off. It's possible that my registration on the Classic just simply expired. And I just had to redo it. I didn't lose anything. All of the stuff stayed in there. Okay. No, I don't want to save that. All right, now, now I'm registered on both devices. And now that I've got this going, 
I'm going to try to go back into my memories on the class. This is the classic. This is the plus. This is the new one. I'm going to go to memories and I'm going to go to save memories to cloud. And it's saved. Okay. Obviously, it'll it's it's logged into both places right now. And now I'm going to go memories restore. And I did that a minute ago, but I'm going to rest. I'm, I, I did it more now because there's uh, there's more in here. Restore memories from cloud. It's going to say it's going to overwrite any changes. So anything you have in there is going to be nuked. Yes. Boom. We're done. And now, oops. All five of those zones are in there like before. Hotspot, Simplex, KC5, HWB, my DMR repeater, Deer Lease, and GMRS. That right there. Apparently the only GMRS frequency I have in there is GMRS 5. I don't know why that was in there, but okay. There we go. Okay, so we're we're logged into both of them right now. So I probably just had my my expert my account just had expired and I just I just needed to click on renew that's all there is to it anyway so all of my devices all of my repeaters and settings and simplex frequencies and whatnot are now in this device so now we've got the Google account registered we've got the watch this <laughs> we've got the Google account registered we've got the R finder account registered and the memories pulled down. And I'm going to send that over there. It takes it a second when sending device parameters. I wish it was a little bit quicker here, but that's okay. And that's that right there. Now, there we go. KC5 HWB, Texas Statewide. I'm going to guess you guys are hearing a buzz in the radio right now. And I'm on the offset. So not hearing that there. KC5HWB, Texas Statewide, testing a, a new radio. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we'll see if anybody's out there listening to me. Yep, it says, channels Texas Statewide, color code 9, time slot 2. Last heard is no nothing because we just now logged into this. All right, so now that we know that we're on the latest version of each of these, you'll notice that there's a DMR ROIP icon on the classic, but there's no DMR ROIP icon on the latest one. So the reason is because you have to set that up as well, because you have to log into Brandmeister now. That's a Brandmeister requirement. So what we can do is open up the menu here, go to DMR ROIP settings, and you'll go to continue. You must reboot the device to complete the mode switch when the compute failure do so. Okay, that's fine. Continue. Now DMR ROIP. Okay, so I guess I need to reboot it now. So let's reboot it now. Restart. And then you have to log in, and I think TGIF actually has a password you have to enter also. So it'll connect via DMR ROIP to the Brandmeister network and also to the TGIF network. And as you know, if you've used a hotspot recently on Brandmeister, you have to set a custom password for your hotspot now. They used to use the password of PASSW0RD for everybody, and I, I guess they had some some hacking that was going on, impersonations of people or something, I don't know. Now you have to set a custom password on your self-care dashboard before you can log in with a hotspot or, or a repeater, I assume. I don't have a repeater that's connected to Brandmeister. Let's see, so I can go over here and I can say, okay, DMR ROIP settings. So that's what it should look, okay. BM United States primary, of course you pick the country you're in, TGI hotspot key okay 
and then permanent multi-RX groups, and you can set those yourself. So I'm gonna go and set the same thing up over here. Boom, okay, so my seven, checking my, okay. So it populated, because you can click on this eye right here and show the TGIF hotspot key, okay? I, I don't want to do that on camera because I, I it, that might be the same for everyone. I don't know. But it populated. As soon as I entered, uh, turned on DMR ROIP mode on the B1 Plus over here on the right-hand side and rebooted as it instructed me to do, it doesn't come up with my Brandmeister password because those are unique. I set the password myself on my self-care page. But I am assuming that these are kind of all the same or maybe they follow your call sign. I don't know. But it, it remembered my permanent multi-RX groups, which is 31770, which is the R-Finder talk group, and 31665, which is the, quote, main TGIF talk group. So now I'm going to, I'm going to click on this I right here that tells me what my Brandmeister password is. Oh, yep, that makes sense. Okay. And now I'm going to click, enter my Brandmeister password over here. Now I've got that there. And now I'm going to save and close. You must reboot again. Okay, that's fine. Okay, there we go. So when the button is red, you're on RF mode. So I can key up my repeater right here. All right, there it is. So we're keying up Texas statewide, KC5HWB on Texas statewide. And now, if I want to go to DMR ROIP, I click on that, connect to Brandmeister, connect to TGIF, choose Brandmeister, and the button turns blue. Now I can pick, it's on 3148 because that was the last talk group I was on. Oops, 770, set parameters, radio ready. DMR Roy was highlighted right here. Get you a better angle of that. So DMR Roy was highlighted right there. The power button is blue. It says DMR Roy at the top, obviously. So we can try to key that up now. And then you're not going to see anything on that dashboard because we're not keying into the hotspot or the repeater, rather. KC5HWB on the R-Finder talk group testing. There's also this multi-RX mode right here. You can turn that off, uh, turn the, and that's, that's your monitor or promiscuous mode. Go to groups and set which groups. Right now it's monitoring those two groups, so I can add groups to that if I want to. Multi-RX, you can turn that off. So that's your promiscuous mode right there. So that's what that is. This is over IP with no hotspot except for the one that's built into the R-Finder device. Well, I'm on a V1 Plus in Cozumel, Mexico on a R-Finder hot chili pepper. Oh, okay. Okay, good. So multi-RX is, small correction, it's not exactly like promiscuous mode. You can turn on promiscuous mode when you're in RF mode, but multi-RX, since you're not on RF, you're not monitoring a repeater, and you can go in here and you can set the groups that you want to monitor. So it's similar to, it's it's the promiscuous mode of DMR over IP. So you can turn that off and on how you want to. Multi-RX off, turn off, yes, and now we're just listening to 31770, which is where I'm at there. All right, so I'm missing some features on this, and... The reason is because it's on an older ROM. So now we're going to try to update the ROM. All right, so the ROM is outdated, like I said, because we're at 10.5. And if you go to 
tap on the menu and you go to advanced support. One of the buttons here is ROM update instructions. I'm going to click there. When powering on your R-Finder radio, the device will check to see if there's an update with ROM. If a new ROM is available, you'll be prompted to download the ROM. Interesting. Okay. Well, we didn't get that prompt. We did get it for the app, but not the ROM. It should prompt you for both. I've updated this device several times with prompts that it sends me. So it should prompt you for both the ROM and the app when there's an update to either one. Nope, 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 I was wrong. I was wrong. 10.5 is the latest version of the ROM on the R-Finder B1 Plus device at the time of this recording. So at one point in time, I thought that they had matched the ROM and the app version. The app version still does match across all devices. As far as I know, it matches on, on the, the tablet. It, the, the app version definitely matches on these two. Unless you're doing beta, if you, you can choose to do beta testing in our finder, you can go to the Google Play Store, download the latest app and use the latest production app and never do beta testing if you don't want to. But if you want to do beta testing, you can join their Facebook group, get the beta versions and that kind of thing. So it's, it's really up to you what you want to do. But the app versions match, but the ROM versions do not. I just talked to Bob and he said that no, 10.5 is the latest version on the B1 Plus and it's 25.0 on the classic at the time of this recording, he said basically it's the difference between Android 8.1 and Android 9. And that's why the interfaces also look differently. Let me pull that back up for you. So this is the classic on the left and the plus on the right here. Come on. There we go. Right there. In fact, hey, there, look at that. <laughs> See, I was just prompted. I don't know if you guys heard that or not. I was just prompted for that just, just now. So you saw me update that a minute ago. Both apps are prompting me to update to 1.18. Okay, you will need to restart your R-Finder device two times after the installation is complete. Continue, continue, and there we go. But you see the way these look right here? This, this, I thought that these were supposed to match. Yeah, let's do that. But apparently the interfaces look differently open. Boy, that was really fast. Open. The interfaces look differently, and he says the reason is because it's just different. They're different because this one's 8.1 and this one's 9.0. So that is the differences in the R-Finder devices. I've been very happy with this device. Uh, well, I just got this one, so I'm going to be carrying this one a lot more often now. This is great to keep in your vehicle. It's great to keep in your vehicle because when you travel on road trips... You pull this up, it uses the GPS to tell to find the repeaters near you. You can just point and click and program them and you're on the air, whether it's DMR or whether it's analog, dual band analog. So one cool thing about it here is that this charging base, in fact, I, I said I was going to show you guys the, I'll show you guys the USB-C charging unit. This one will charge via USB-C. The charging base that comes with the device comes with a regular wall wart that goes in the back of it. And then you have the uh, optional cigarette lighter style plug now what i wanted to do was cut this off and put power poles on it but there's a transformer in here or an adapter i should say that is a step down that takes the 12 volt power source and converts it down to nine volts because you need nine volts coming into this base so you can't exactly attach power poles straight to the base 
Okay, I wish it was a 12 volt charging unit, but it's not. But the B1 Plus unit will charge via USB-C. So I'm going to plug this in here. Now I'm pretty sure the charging, if you use the cradle, is faster than charging via USB-C. On most devices, that's true. Although USB-C charging is really good. So let's switch, I'm gonna switch back the overhead cam there. Okay, so now, here we go. So the battery's at 87% right there. I'm gonna plug this in, and there you go. You hear, the, uh, I don't know if you heard it, it made a noise. That charging light comes on, and you can see a little lightning bolt indicator over the battery now, so it is charging. That's pretty cool. So USB-C charging, a lot of you don't really like the fact that a lot of ham radios don't have USB charging at all, or the ones that do are maybe micro USB. Don't have to worry about that with this guy. It is USB-C charging. So that's the R-Finder B1 Plus, newest addition to the R-Finder. Well, it's the newest addition to the, the smartphone of the R-Finder family. He's got a tablet that's actually a little bit newer than this one is. You can find all of these things on rfinder.net. And if you go out there and make a purchase or ask him questions, be sure to tell him that you saw that video on Ham Radio 2.0. If you enjoyed this video about the R-Finder, Okay, check out these videos over here on this side of the screen. And your word for today is cloud memory. Let's go there. Cloud memory is your word of the day. Put cloud memory in your comment below. That way I know you watched to the end of the video and I will answer your comment, 73.